This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. But I heard the word of the Lord. And you know how we'll question sometimes, you know, whether we're hearing correctly. But God does know his word, doesn't he? You can be seated. Surely in the presence of the Lord. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your wonderful Holy Spirit. Hovering over our lives and hovering over this nation. Brooding, waiting for the word. And we thank you, Lord, that you have said. I thank you we have a copy of what you have said. I thank you that you continue to say. To tell and to show from what you have said already. Lord, we love you. We love your word. I heard the word of the Lord. uh, And how sometimes you know it's the word of the Lord. He'll just keep saying the same thing. Even if you don't understand what he's saying. When he says it the first time or the tenth time. Or the hundredth time if that's what it takes. But I heard the Lord say that this will be a summer uh, of... uh, smooth sailing and I said Lord you know we are living in turbulent times I don't know how you could say something like that that must just be the imaginations of a man that has wishful thinking he said no Uh, he said this will be a summer of smooth sailing now listen he added this to it he said by the gentle breeze the gentle breezes on the still waters of my Shemitah summer. And some of you aren't familiar with that term, but you can do your homework where that is concerned. So this uh, this morning I told Sin, I'm, uh, this is really a a, a prophecy and a prayer. You know, in my Bible reading time, it gives you one day uh, off. And on that day off, the Lord had spoke to me on the back porch while I was sitting, uh, just spending time with him. He gave me several psalms uh, to read. This was the last one. I read it out of the Passion Bible this morning. I felt led to read it out of the Message Bible. It says this, What a beautiful home, God, of the angel armies. I've always longed to live in a place like this. I always dreamed of a room in your house where I could sing for joy to God alive. Birds find nooks and crannies in your house. Sparrows and swallows make nests there. They lay their eggs and raise their young, singing their songs in the place where we worship. God of the angel armies, King God, how blessed they are to live and to sing there. And how blessed all those in whom you live, whose lives become roads you travel. They wind through lonesome valleys, come upon brooks, discover cool springs and pools brimming with rain. God traveled, these roads curve up the mountain. And at the last turn, Zion, God in full view. God of the angel armies, listen, O God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying, look at our shields glistening in the sun. Our fighting one day spent in your house. This beautiful place of worship beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God. 
of the angel armies. Father, we thank you for your word. It's a prayer. It's a prophecy. It holds so many wonderful promises. We thank you that as we travel through 2022, it's you all of the way from start to finish. You're faithful. You're seeing us through. You're our eyes and you're our way maker during these turbulent times. But on the inside, we know this, that it's smooth sailing all the way. For you quiet, you quiet us, God. Quiet our hearts, Master, and in the stillness of this summer, may we know that you are God. God, we're not, but you are God. And we say you're wonderful. You're marvelous, magnificent, holy and to be worshipped and worthy to be praised, greatly praised, Father. So thank you for your word. And Lord, we take them to heart for a, a prophecy is a finger that points in a direction and promises that which is not seen. But Lord, now we hear it and we know that you will show it as you've told it. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the praise and all the glory. Praise God. Such a special day, Mother's Day. Amen. And so glad to be in the house. I know we have a lot of people that are traveling and doing different things for Mother's Day, but you're here. Amen. And that's a very special thing. God always knows who needs to be in the house. And then we do have people that are watching and that will tune in later. Amen. Well, I want to say happy. Mother's Day to you, Nana, Denny, Mama, amen. You know, when I was uh, back in the day, I guess that's how they say it here, back in the day when I was just a, a wee lad. <laughs> A younger, one, huh? a younger one for sure. Amen. Says she'll be a picture this morning. She goes, that doesn't even look like you. She said, number one. No. She said you had you had uh your hair was dark. Really dark. <laughs> yeah. And uh there was a lot more of me to look at then too, amen. The Lord shrunk us a little bit. But uh I remember uh you know, uh watching you uh when you did when you babysat, when you uh, helped take care of uh, my younger brothers and sisters during uh, time, um, I was looking at how at your mothering skills, and I liked what I saw. And you've been uh, uh, a great, great mom to our children, a great nana to our grandchildren, and uh, I just want to honor you where that's concerned, saying you know. God couldn't have done any better than he did when he picked you out uh, for me. And I didn't even have sense enough uh, to know that it was God. I just thought you was cute and, you know, you had a lot of potential. You were you were a good mama way back uh, when the basic equipment was already there, that heart, a nurturing care. And uh, I thank you for that. You did a super job uh, with our kids and you're doing a super job with the with the grandchildren, and uh, you should be acknowledged where that's concerned. Amen. You want to go ahead and give me a kiss in public? There you go. Amen. So there. Spee's trying to get some free Yeah, yeah. Boys, take notice. Um, we're in Malachi, uh, and uh, San's really going to... Um, take the lead in this today but we're in the uh, series this generation and I want to ask a question could this could our time right now the generations that are on the earth both the root the uh, uh, the grandparents great-grandparents the uh, parents um, that are raising the young ones the children uh, that are coming up uh, after 
us could this fit us today i think that we are in uh the day that is coming we should be we should be mindful uh of that and uh Let's pray. Father, we just thank you for your word. Thank you for the help of the Holy Spirit. For without you, Spirit of God, we could never know. We could never hear or see what the Lord is telling and he is showing. But our hearts are open. Lord, open our eyes, the eyes of our understanding, and give us insight. Give us comprehension to know what we should do in the days that we're in. For each and every generation, Lord, the root, the trunk, and the limbs, and the branches, for the little acorns that will come after, we thank you, Lord. You're faithful even to a thousand generations to show mercy and keep your covenant. Amen. Amen. Let me read this out of the Message Bible. It says, count on it. The day is coming. That's pretty powerful, isn't it? Count on it. The day is coming. Raging like a forest fire, all the arrogant people who do evil things will be burned up like stove wood, burned to a crisp, nothing left but scorched earth and ash, a black day. But for you, sunrise, the sun of righteousness, will dawn on those who honor my name, healing radiating from its wings. You will be bursting with energy like colts, frisky and frolicking, and you'll tromp on the wicked. There'll be nothing but ashes under your feet on that day. God of the angel armies says so. Remember and keep the, co- the revelation I gave through my servant Moses, the revelation I commanded at Horeb for all Israel, all the rules and procedures for right living but also look ahead i'm sending elijah the prophet to clear the way for the big day of god the decisive judgment day he will convince parents to look after their children and children to look up to their parents if they refuse i'll come and put the land under a curse i want to read one more verse of scripture it says he does make a distinction between those that will and those that won't those that are doing uh, and those that uh, that uh, don't do uh, the way that the Lord says. He says this in uh, Proverbs, the 20th chapter, in verse 7, it says this, God, loyal people, living honest lives, make it much easier for their children. So we're going to talk about parents today. Pastor Sandy uh, has got some things to say about mothers in particular today. Amen. So once again, I wanted to just say Happy Mother's Day. You know, and there's various uh, types of mothers. You know, we have first-time mommies. We have single mothers. We have spiritual mothers. We have adoptive mothers. We have mothers in love. You know, there's all kinds of mothers out there, you know. Uh, And I just want to wish Happy Mother's Day to all of you because each and every one of you are special in your part and in your life, you know, what God has called you uh, to do. You know, and I, and I just want to say, I mean, from personal, I may be just speaking to my own self here today, but, you know, uh, I have not done it perfect, you know. And I'll tell you, I know I have messed up a lot. Of course, my children are very grown and have their own kids uh, now. Uh, but I'm telling you, along the way, I messed up a lot. But you know what? I thank God for the messes and the mistakes because it helped to grow me. And hopefully it helped me sometimes to share with them what not to maybe do, you know, or to help them along as they brought up their kids. But guess what? They're going to make mistakes and their kids are going to make mistakes. And sometimes it's not until we're older and then we go, oh, wow, you know, uh, maybe my parents weren't quite so bad. Yeah. Maybe they weren't quite so stupid after all. They might have known more than what I thought, you know. And I forgot to say, too, happy Mother's Day for those that have mothers in heaven. Uh, my mother is, is in heaven. Amen. I've been there for a long time. I think I was like 32 or 33 when my mother went uh, to heaven. And before that, my father went. They went uh, too young in their, in their lives. But anyway, you know, you never, your mother's... Uh, always in your heart. So even though she may be in heaven, you have memories, 
you know, you have things that you remember, and those you always will hold dear, you know, and you can share those with, uh, with your children and your grandchildren. But anyway, you know, we sometimes don't like to say that, but amen for the mess-ups and the mistakes, you know, because none of us are perfect, you know? And we live in an imperfect world. We do. And our kids are going to be imperfect, you know? But if we can focus on trying to, you know, the promises of God instead of trying to be perfect or instead of trying to be super mom and superhero or their best friend, you know, and just be what God has called us to be as mothers. And each and every one, like I said, has different places and different stages of life, you know. But God called you and he gave you those children. And sometimes your children, especially when they're younger, wish you weren't their parent, but they just don't know no better. They're stupid, (laughs) and they'll get why, you know. But God called them to you, you know. We're their parents. You're their parents. Pray for them and trust God. I'll tell you more than ever, you know, in these days that we're in now, I'm telling you, I mean, we always needed to pray, but I really think about parents bringing up small children now. You know, they need to pray a whole lot harder and especially be in the house of God with your children, you know. And even as your children have grown, stay that example. Keep being in God's house. Keep praying because they need to see and need to know that mom and dad are serving God no matter what, no matter what. You know, sin, I want to interject something there. I think we've discussed this too. Boy, today the message is that, you know, the walk of faith, living by faith is just trust, you know, and uh, um, there's, you know, there's uh, there's a generation of parents that, uh, you know, a lot of church kids um, and uh that next generation from from us that, that don't feel it necessary, you know, uh, to um, follow so closely. Let me tell you this about God, you know. Um, he won't make us listen to him or make us uh, do life his way. But he will assure, assuredly uh, make us wish that we had. Take it from, take it. Some of this uh, from the root, a little juice to the, you know, the, the uh, generation, this generation that's following, you know, uh, we will wish that we had listened because we will come into a time uh, where the consequences of neglecting, you know, so great a salvation will be seen in our children and we will... Uh, and there's nothing more uh, there, there's nothing more painful uh, to see uh, your children go through things that perhaps could have been prevented, maybe not, but uh, you know, raising them in the way that they should go by walking in that way yourself, uh, at least uh, hopefully stacks the deck a little bit where that's concerned. So I hope today you can, you know, grab a hold of that about, you know, I wish I would have known this a long time ago to rest more in his promises and less in trying to be perfect Mm. and trying to do everything and be everything, you know, to, to my children. I wish I would have known that a lot earlier in life, you know, but that's something we can pass on now and pass on to those that are in the house of God that are in our families. And, and hopefully our children can, can, uh, uh, learn this and then pass this on to their children. You know, let's, you know, being imperfect just means you're approachable. You know, and even when you're imperfect as a parent or being imperfect as a friend or a maid or in the house of God, we're imperfect with one another. You know what that does? It just shows each other, guess what? I'm not perfect. You're not perfect, but we're approachable. We can pray one for another. And hopefully, like I said, we'll learn to rest in his promises and not in being perfect. Um, I want to read to you out of Isaiah 40. Verse 11, and I'm going to read to you out of the NIV, 
And it says, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. That's good. You know, now, I remember when I was reading that the, uh, the other day, it was like the Lord reminded me, he said, you know what, see, did you notice he didn't say he spent energy raising perfect lambs? Never once does it say anything about that that's what the focus was. What the focus was is that he gathered them, he carried them, and he loved them. That's all God's asked us to do with our children and with one another, you know, to gather up those that maybe don't know God, gather up those that are hurting amongst us, gather up our children and grandchildren, love on them, amen, and carry them in times of trouble. So just like what God's trying to tell us about, you know, one another and our children, you know, but this works for relationships too. You know, to learn just to be, you know, have a little bit of mercy and grace, not only for our children, but for one another. Oh, just think how this world would be. Amen. If we could show a little more love and a little more mercy, you know, let God love us and then learn to love a little better. Learn to love more. Amen. And so that just really, really touched me there about, you know, that was the emphasis, gathering, caring, and loving. Mm -hmm. Knowing anything in there about being perfect or being a superhero. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. So if we could learn this and pass this on to our children and pass that on to to one another, I think it would really, really help us, and it would definitely help uh, the world and those that don't know God. Amen. And, you know, I think the biggest thing we can show our kids is that we're talking to God always, no matter if they're this big or when they get in their 40s, that we talk to God, that we pray, that we keep this going, that we're out here having relationship, that we're in the house of God tending to God's business, because that's the biggest thing you could ever leave your children It's not going to be if you left them a house or if you left them money or jewelry, you know, or dishes. They're probably going to go in and sell it all anyway, you know. And so it's like yard sale. Yeah, just have a yard sale, open it up. (laughs) People are just going to go in there and squander through all your stuff and, you know, buy it for a few cents. Nickel and dime your life away. You know, to be all gone. You know, everything you you thought they wanted. We love you, children, (laughs) but, you know. What's the most important thing we can leave our kids is the legacy of God. Loving God and loving others. Serving God and trusting him no matter what. When times were good, when times weren't, you know, in the tough times, when people did you good, when people did you bad, you stayed with God no matter what. Took the journey with God. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing that we could leave. That's the best legacy that any parents mm-hmm. could leave. Any grandparents can leave their children and grandchildren is their relationship with God. That they see that story, you know, that when the story is told, it was that we loved God and we loved one another. Amen. And that we stayed with God. Mm-hmm. We were faithful, faithful, faithful. You know, so... Stay talking with God and praying over your children and your grandchildren. But remember, you know, you've got to give them to God. Okay, even when they're little and even when they're going through hard times and those that have kids, you know, maybe 30, 40, 50 years old, you have to keep them over in God's hands. Because remember, you did your part. Now we've got to continue to trust God. They're going to have to live their own lives, make their own mistakes, but we just pray and obey and we trust God, but we're not going to carry their troubles. We're going to pray them through it, yeah. and we're going to hold on to the promise that our children, that even if they depart from it, amen, that they will serve God. Our children and grandchildren to a thousand generations will serve God, walk with God, love God, be on fire with God, you know, have yes. mates from God, you know. And if they're not saved, they get saved in the name of Jesus. But hang on to those things. Amen. 
sin you you ever uh, uh, prayer. If people don't know how to pray by the time the kids hit teenagers, that's probably the best yeah. prayer school yeah. <laughs> from 13. Be- best training ground. Well, right? I'll tell you what, now you're going to prayer school if you're going to get your children over Jackass Hill. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, it's Mother's Day. I probably shouldn't have said that. You know, uh, pra- in prayer. And all of you, I'm sure, were there at some point in your life, oh, yeah. right? Um, you know, in prayer, especially in prayer, you know, I wish that we had learned, I wish that I had learned uh, earlier how to save my silver bullets mm-hmm. for the significant yes. situations. Because, you know, we just, as grandparents now, you can look back, but you just think, man, I mean, we just had the silver, the gold, you know, we pulled out the silver bullets over almost everything. And uh, don't make uh, mountains out of molehills so that when the time comes, you can make the mountain a molehill with that silver bullet you got in prayer. Uh, and you recognize the, that you save them for the significant yes. situations in your children's uh, lives. And they'll come up. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll come those teachable moments that they'll act like they're ignoring you. They'll act like they don't want to listen to you. You know, say it anyway in love. Speak the truth. And I'll tell you what, you know, uh, um, they hear more than they let on that they're hearing. They catch more than they let on. And someday, you know, those words that you got in prayer, that silver bullet yes. will hit home. Yes. It will. That truth will hit home. And they'll thank you for it. Might be in heaven for the <laughs> thank you for it, but that's okay. Isn't that right? You know, we have to know that when we look in the mirror, you know, we weren't perfect, yes, but we right. but we did what we uh, did, living honest lives mm-hmm. in front of God and them, and, and our heart was to help them, not to hurt them. Yeah. And that's a good thing to apply, not only for our children, but like I said, for one another. Mm-hmm. You know, is that look. Let's give each other that room that, you know, mm-hmm. you're going to mess up, I'm going to mess up, but guess what? God is the fixer of all things. And give each other, you know, that space and having that mercy and grace one for another. And even when our kids are going through things, you know, let's pray. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's a whole lot better. You know, we believe that about 99 uh, percent of things are fixed in the family, and I wished I would have known this a long time mm-hmm. ago, and in church through prayer. Yeah. Instead of fretting and worrying over and then going to see what I can tell you or how I can think maybe that, too, you know. Too quick. To, right, you know. On the draw. Or, yeah. or always thinking that, you know, well, if, if I do this and do this, they're going to love me. And if I do this and do this, they're going to like me. And if I do this, they'll stay. And if I do this, you know, let's just trust God yeah. and operate in faith and love. And not in fear. You know, you know, and trust that God will fix it out. It God will. will work it all out. Yeah. He'll work everything out yeah. if we will mm-hmm. trust him. Yeah. We, I think as, grand, as grandparents, you know, there's that rooted generation that, you know, that we need to be praying that, uh, you know, that our children, that, that you know, that which is a... a you know, the in-between, the, the structure. They, they make a stand. Today, parents have to make a stand, oh, especially during today. And it's probably been, it probably is more stark uh, today, the difference uh, between uh, darkness and light, mm-hmm. between truth and lies. And, you know, we were... Uh, we're in a place where, uh, if, as parents today, um, that, you, that you will have to make some sort of a stand. Well, what you compromise um, to keep, you will lose. You know, the, con- the, the compromise to, you know, to keep sometimes your children liking you. You know, they don't have to like you to, you know, to uh, know that uh, for you to love them, see. You know, there have been times that, you know, how many of you have ever had, you know, I hate you. 
yeah, I know you do right now, but, you know, I still love you and it's going to be all right. You, your, your discomfort right now, see, the discipline right now is for your good. You know, we won't go there. That's a real rabbit trail, isn't it? The discipline part, you know. Love will do what's appropriate. Yes. And yeah. trust God to fill in the gaps. See, you can't be everything to your children, and you're not supposed to be. Only God Nor can are do you that. supposed to be everything to your grandchildren mm-hmm. or your mate or your friends and family or the people in the church. We're not supposed to be everything. Yeah. See, because when you become everything, then guess what? There's no need for them to trust God. Yeah. That's See, so keep the balance. That's an important That's where lesson. prayer just, yeah. prayer is so important that when mm-hmm. we pray, then we say, God, I'm going to trust you yeah. to fill in the gaps. Because mm-hmm. that's where real trust comes is when we trust him. And our shortfall you know. and ability, uh, you know, point, should point them towards... You know, well, I'm, a lot of parents are under condemnation today because, you know, well, I can't give my children this. I can't give. Well, that's not a curse in their life, you know. Uh, point them to God, to trust in his ability. I remember, uh, you know, uh, my son at about 14, he said, you know, you need to buy me a car. And, uh, you know, and uh, all my friends, their parents are doing all this and that. And, you know, I mean... Uh, and he said, I don't, you know, you're not a good parent. You should do that. And I said, well, you know, I'm not going to do that. I said, you, you're capable. You got a paper route, right, buddy? <laughs> Get a job. It's called J-O-B training, on-the-job training. And, boy, he was just adamant with it. And, and uh, he said, why don't you do that? I said, well, here's the thing. I said, my job as your parent is that someday is to raise you to a place where we could drop you off in the middle of nowhere with nothing, son. You know how to believe God, and it'll be all right. You're going to be successful in this life. I said, that's not going to depend on me. It's going to be dependent on you having faith in God, see, where that's concerned. So don't, don't let the world condemn you and try to keep up with the Joneses that are doing, or the Smiths that are doing everything for their children. At some point in time, you know, they've got to be weaned. We, we'll move forward from there. That would be a real rabbit trail, wouldn't it? Weaning them. <laughs> so our mistakes and our messes, you know, what that shows uh, our children and other people, you know, that we've messed up, we've made mistakes, we're not perfect, mm-hmm. but that's where grace came in. Yeah. Thank God that God showed me grace, he shows you grace, he shows all of us grace, you know, and how much more do we need to show grace uh, to one another because, see, th- that's what those mistakes allowed and those mess-ups, it welcomed grace to come mm-hmm. in on my life and then now for me to show yeah. it to others. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. In Proverbs uh, 3, uh, chapter 3 and verse 34, I'm going to read out of the Amplified. It said, though he scoffs at the scoffers and scorns the scorners, yet he gives his grace, his undeserved favor to the humble. Those who give up self-importance. You know, I was thinking about, you know, when I read that, you know, that sometimes saying sorry, that seems like such a little word, you know. But, boy, I'll tell you, it can mean a lot. Now, I know in the world nowadays a lot of people say that, and they don't no more mean it than they mean I love you. It's just a thing. You know, they say I'm sorry, and they turn right around and do it again and again and again. About this, day. yeah, it it doesn't really mean anything, you know. But that doesn't mean that when you say it, it should mean something. Yes, yeah. And sometimes that's the hardest word for some people to say, because see, pride has taught them, or you know, or the flesh wants to tell you, well, but you know, they did worse, or they should say sorry first. Justify, you know, ourselves. trying to justify. But, you know, sometimes it's okay just to say, you know what, I'm sorry, I messed up or I made a mistake or maybe I said this wrong, whether to your children, you know, or to one another, you know, when we humble ourselves sometimes and just say, you know what, look, I'm sorry, you know, then I'll tell you what that does is that says, you know what, man, they're real. Mm -hmm. They're approachable. They're not perfect. Mm -hmm. They're like me. So, it, like I said, a lot of these things apply 
and raising our children and grandchildren, but it so much applies just in life, in relationships of doing some of these, you know, same things because it's showing humility, but it invites that grace to move in. And that's something that we should want to live. Like Pastor said, we don't, you know, always agree with what our children did, or maybe you don't agree with sometimes what family members are doing, but you pray for them. And that doesn't mean you go then, okay, well, if I tell them and they ask me and I say, well, I don't agree with that, I don't think that that's right, they're going to get mad and hate me. Well, but you can do it in love. That also doesn't mean, you know, real love and tough love don't just say, well, okay, well, if that makes you happy, do it. Even though I know it's wrong, just go ahead and do it and I'll support you. No, that's not what real love does. Right. No more than would you let your child go out here in the highway and play. You know, you may yell at them or spank them or whatever and it hurt them for a minute. But why? was because you loved them so much you didn't want them to be hurt Mm -hmm. or maybe end up dead. So real love does sometimes have to be tough and say, look, I don't agree with your choices, but that doesn't mean I stop loving you. Making a stand doesn't, I learned this the hard way. Boy, I'll tell you, it costs, the cost is very high, you know, uh, in issuing ultimatums, you know, my way or the highway. And, uh, you know, uh, taking a stand you know, now to me means, you know, I'm not going to burn my bridges. I'm going to stand at the door, keep it unlocked, keep my arms, my heart open, and and send that message. That's the message. Amen. No, I won't compromise the truth that I know, that I want you to know, but I'm going to hold the door open. I will not burn you know, I've burnt so many bridges that it's going to, it, it just, you know, it'll take heaven to fix uh, all of that. But when you know better, you do better. So making a stand, absolutely, but don't issue ultimatums. It gives people no, you know, it just gives people really no, no choice. And remember, they only choose for themselves. But you can choose for yourself, you know, to include themselves. You know, it, it, plenty of people walk into our life. Plenty of people walk out of uh, uh, our uh, life. Um, you know, uh, but I always get, let them know that they that you want them in your life. You really want and would welcome and welcome them into your life. They they know where you stand. What you stand is I'm I'm going to stand in the love of God for you, no matter what happens what you do what you choose here i stand in the love of god for you and i want god's highest and best for your life but you have to choose that for yourself and i'll love you no matter what i will love you no matter what amen that's the kind of stand to take amen and you know that invites grace and love into our lives Mm -hmm. into our homes into our church into our family, you know, it opens up the door now for us to be able to say, even though, you know, they might get mad and leave or not talk for a while, when we keep our eyes on Jesus and pray, you know, and we left it with the love of God and the grace of God, but yet with the, maybe I don't agree with this, but the door, they know the door is always open. Fill that you know? empty space. You know, with prayer. Yes. Fill it up with yes. prayer. Overload it with prayer. You can overthink and pray it. Pray in faith, not yeah. in fear. In when faith. we pray for our children yeah. and our grandchildren, we mm-hmm. pray the word of God. Get you some scriptures. You know, if you're overwhelmed with maybe what's going on in their lives of what they're not doing, then get you some scriptures so you can stay scriptural. So then you're not mm-hmm. praying in fear. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to keep the word of God and you want to keep faith over them. You know, but sometimes it's hard. And your heart and your mind and your mind's racing and, you know, oh, my God, but they're doing this or this happened. Or, you know, maybe we don't even know where they are. But don't let fear get in. Yeah. Stay focused on God's word so that yeah. faith will arise in you. And that keeps that faith covering over their lives, eh? And uh, for one another. Do this for one another, too. I remember some difficult rough places in the road in the journey with our kids and 
uh, how appropriate now I think about on the bathroom mirror, you know, uh, you'd put scripture written on just a little, you know, card put on there. One of them was, I will contend with him who contends with you. I will save your children. Boy, we grabbed a hold of that. Every time you looked in the mirror, we were looking into the mirror of God's word. That word was on that mirror and say, this is what I choose uh, to see and to say. I will contend with him who contended. We were contending for the faith, uh, you know, believing God for our children. He said, I will save your children. Great shall be the peace of your children. Amen. You remember that? Lord have mercy. Mm. As Pastor Ron comes, you know, I just want to remind you, you know, let Jesus be Jesus in your life. And let him be Jesus in your children, in your grandchildren, your family, your church family, amen, and pray one for another. But don't try to be everything to everyone because you're not supposed to. And trust God to fill in the gaps in your life and then trust him to fill in the gaps in others' lives and especially for our children, amen. You know, I just want to encourage to all mothers, you know, and then never look at yourself lightly. Like I said, you know, uh, you may have mothered natural children. Maybe you didn't mother natural children, but God's given you other women and people in your lives that you're a spiritual influence to them. Never take that lightly. Amen. Uh, Because God has placed you here for such a time as this. And then don't ever think that you're too old. Oh, my gosh. You know, how that we would treasure the mature women in our lives, the wisdom that they bring us. You know, never, ever take that for granted. Seek out, you know, especially in the house of God and and, and seek out women, you know, and, 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 and want their wisdom, want to hear what they have to say. Ask them to pray with you and for you over situations, whether your children are grown or little. Amen. I'll tell you, it's so important. But I want to encourage you today. You know, you got this, moms. Whether you just had a baby, whether you got toddlers, whether you got preteens, teenagers, maybe your kids are 30, 40, 50 years old, but you've got this. You know, your grandchildren and your children will serve God. Get that down in your heart. Keep that in front of your eyes and pray that over them, no matter what stage that they're in in life. Trust God. Trust God for such a time as this, you know. I was thinking about how, you know, our daughter, Happy Mother's Day, Melissa, if you watch this later. Hey, you know, yes. hey Issa. Her children are grown, so we have that one stage, you know. Of, uh, her children are all grown up, so we have older grandchildren. And Haley, our mother, our little daughter in love, girl hey. there. Hey, hey, Haley, hey. bless your heart, baby girl. She's got five. And they're all various, and they started all over again, you know. So we thought we were done when Isaac's 13 now, but now we've got them from, she just turned one yesterday. Then the twins are going to be three, and then we have another one. She's going to be six. We started all over on that stage. And they're but both you know, such good yeah, mamas. But they're such good mamas. But you always have to, like I said, continue to pray for your children, no matter what age or stage they are in life, because they're going to go through things, you know. But our biggest thing is that they'll come to know God if they don't know Him. And if they do know Him, that they'll come to know Him more and love Him better and love Him more. Be on fire for God and that our grandchildren will serve God with all of their hearts, chasing after Him with a fervent heart. That's my heart cry. But I want to encourage all moms out there today. You've got this. You're not alone. First, you got Jesus. But then you got one another. And that's why if you're not part of a church, you need to get part of a church. If you're here local or we've got people that drive an hour or more, come to our church. We'll help you. We want to be here one for another. This isn't about doing this alone. Amen. You're never alone, Mom. So I just want you to know you're never alone. First cry out to God. And maybe you're watching today and you say, well, I don't really know Jesus in this way. Or maybe I did it one time, but I've wandered. I've wandered off. 
I want to pray with you today. Oh, that God been stern in your heart. That even maybe you may watch this later today. You may watch it one day next week. But your heart's been touched. And you say, I want to know this Jesus. I want to be able to show this Jesus to my children and my grandchildren. I want to be able to show this love. This love that you talk about that this God has. That this Heavenly Father has. I want to be able to trust Him and not be in fear over my children and my grandchildren. So, Father, right now, Thank you, Lord. I ask you to touch each and every one that's maybe here or watching now or watching later. Just pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord, Dear Lord come, into my life. come into my life. Be Lord of my life. Be Lord. I believe that you died on the cross for me. You rose again. That I would have life, that I would have life for, eternity. for eternity. And I pray God today, I pray God that, today you come into my life, that you come into my life. Fill me with your love, with your love and, your forgiveness, and your forgiveness and your mercy and grace. And, your mercy and, grace. and I will serve you all the days of my life. And I'll serve you all the days Help me to be a good mother, Help me. a good grandmother. Help me to be a good friend, a good influencer. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. And if you prayed that prayer today, maybe for the first time, or you came back to God, let us know. Contact us. You can do it by Facebook or on the website. We'll be glad to send you some information to help or send a prayer request. We'll be glad to pray. We have people uh, that are anxious to pray. For all of your prayer requests. And of course each and every one here today. We want to say. Happy Mother's Day to all moms. And just remember. You're never alone. You've always got God. And then you have one another. Never think that. They've got it all together. They look like the perfect parent. I'll tell you. There's not one perfect parent out there. That's right. And everybody has something or has gone through something or will go through something. Okay, nobody's perfect. Nobody's got it all together. They might just be better at hiding it. Or they might have just been, maybe theirs just didn't show. But everybody goes through stuff. But let's trust God today and find somebody that you can trust to pray with you. And be in agreement with you. Amen. So, Father, I just speak your strength over your mothers. I pray a super on their natural. Yes, God. I thank you, God, for giving them wisdom and direction. Favor come upon their lives. Oh, God, give them peace. Even in those midnight hour times. Oh, God, even when maybe the babies are little and new and keep them up all night or fuss. I just declare and speak peace and strength, God. Come against discouragement. Come against depression. God, I speak hope, God, that they'll see the light at the end of the tunnel and reach out to you. Send people across their paths that can be a strength and pray and be in agreement with them. I pray for those mothers that maybe that are going with preteens or teens. God, give them wisdom. Yes, God. Oh, God, let them cry out to you. And give their children to you. I thank you, God, that those maybe that have older children, and maybe they're not walking with you, Father, or going through things, that, God, you give them wisdom to pray, pray, pray. Yes, Lord. We thank you, God, that there's a new impartation coming upon mothers this day and grandmothers to pray, Mm -hmm. pray like never before in the precious name of Jesus. You know, sin while we're... You were talking. I feel impressed to uh, say this: that there, there are moms out there that it's just overwhelming right now. Your heart is overwhelmed over your children, over the circumstance and the situations. But hear the word of the Lord: your prayers are prevailing. 
your prayers, your mama heart, mama love prayers are prevailing. You will prevail. The word of the Lord, that promise that God has given you will prevail mightily. Your prayers are prevailing with the one who can do anything and who can change everything. Hear the word of the Lord today, daughter. Your prayers are prevailing. Your tears are in my bottle. I will never forget. I can never forget. I will not despise the cries. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we speak to situations and circumstances. We thank you. You are a turn around God. You are a turn what was meant for evil. Turn it for our good. You are a God who right now, this very moment, is up to something. You're doing something. Behind the scenes, in the unseen. Arranging. Rearranging. Setting up. Great success, God. Great success. Thank you, Jesus. We just speak encouragement today. Strength today. Comfort today. Yes, thank you, Father. Good courage today in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.